patriots, comrades, and chums. The Role to Play Network welcomes you to What's Your Role, the show that goes behind the scenes of your favorite actual play podcast. And here's your host, Jimmy Sprinkle. Greetings, listeners, and welcome to What's Your Role, the show that sifts through the sands of the role-playing desert to reveal a refreshing oasis of player characters for you to drink up. My name is Jimmy Sprinkles, and with me today is the cast of Power Word Role, an actual play podcast with more lore than the Daily Mail's liable department. <laughs> Welcome, folks. Thank you for reading Conrad so early <laughs> into this recording. Oh, brilliant call out. Okay, so before we begin, I'd like to turn to the silky tones of Conrad, our DM. Conrad, in order to make sure we maximise what we learn about our characters, I find that it's best to make sure that they are comfortable and in a relaxing environment. So where do you think they might be? Where would they feel most safe and potentially drop their guard and spill each other's secrets? So I think we're going to join the party as uh, they are in the city of Sujaj. This is on the Tashmasi Peninsula, which is in those sifting sands that you mentioned. The, that uh, large desert that makes up the Orate Empire that our party was travelling through. And the city of Zuzaj is the city of glass. It's these towering spires of glass out of a lake of lava. And deep within it, there is Chione's hot springs and spa. And within there, there are these beautiful, pristine hot springs, natural hot springs. And I think that our party are gathered in there. What a great idea! <laughs> Phenomenal! Wow, that's fantastic. It's definitely an wow. idea that I had. Wow. It's not I an idea it. that Naomi had at all. I wish I'd come up with that. <laughs> I know. Naomi isn't nearly that clever. No. <laughs> well, my, my idea was shut down. Not even down close. And, yeah, my idea was shut down before the run through, but you know. Uh, <laughs> and rightfully so, because it sucked. <laughs> <laughs> We're going to start off a little bit easy to begin with. So we're turning now to the stars of our show, the characters themselves. So can I ask you, Cast, to tell us your name, tell us the character that you play, and tell us your character's favourite pastry-based baked good? Hi, I'm Naomi, and I play Ayun, who is a an elf blade bard. Um, he's a very fancy man, and he would probably say he would probably say a chocolate eclair, like the cream-filled, sort of messy, classic item for pastry. Awesome. Hi, I'm Henry. I'm playing Greg, who is a big minotaur spirit barbarian, spirit guardian barbarian, something like that. And Greg's favourite pastry-based sweet dish would probably be like an apple tart. Very homely, little, very like, classic. Kind of croissant pastry, pastry with uh, you know apple in it. I I don't know if it's called an apple tart, but. I tried Googling it just now, but I wasn't quick enough. Because <laughs> <So, laughs> it reminds him of the islands. Um, and yeah, quite easy to make as well, which is good. Because he's not very uh, dexterous. He is a chef, though. He is, but he's not very dexterous. <laughs> <laughs> he's like, stew, steak, potatoes. Bread, need the... <laughs> Sorry, can we swear? Yeah, go for it. He can need the fuck out some bread. <laughs> <laughs> Hello, I'm Annie. I play Kia, a uh, half-elf, well, magic user of some kind. She's not really sure what. And her favourite pastry is a warm croissant, because her dad used to make them. Ah, that's very sweet. Aww. I saw you as, like, the person with their face up against the glass being like, I need, I need that gingerbread man. Like... <laughs> <laughs> 
yeah, I mean, definitely, definitely keen on a bakery, but it's got to be a croissant in the end. Okay, and obviously we don't want to leave leave Conrad out. So, um, Conrad, you're going to be using an NPC today. Which NPC will you be uh, playing? Sorry, can we leave him out? <laughs> Is that an option? <laughs> you wish. Uh, uh, no, I'm omnipresent. You can't get rid of me. Uh, no, uh, I'm going to be playing uh, what ended up being everyone's, fa- you know, the audience and I think most of the cast's favourite NPC of uh, uh, the Spasara campaign, which was Dr. Diggory Gainsborough. Um, and uh, Dr. Diggory Gainsborough, he's an archaeologist, but his husband is a baker back in Cowdland. And so I think, he, he, you know, there's these classic, like, sweet roles that his his husband is an expert in making, that he's an, a massive fan of. Has, he's, when he's there, has one every morning. Did somebody steal your sweet roll? so um i mean you 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 raise an interesting point there because i thought before we take a deep dive into into these particular characters you as a podcast are relatively unique in so much that you move on from campaign to campaign and you change Mm. characters as you go i mean was that a conscious decision or did it just sort of happen that way what was your intent when you originally started i I think we all have very different ideas when it comes to why or if we even want to move on from characters because <laughs> um, i Na- naomi's loves her characters and absolutely anchors onto them and does while, a great while, job like, because I, of it. I'll, I'll like my opinion is like i'll want to tell a story with the character and then when it's told i want to move straight on if he's played a character for more than three sessions he's like in the bin with you <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, see, I mean, I mean, that's, I mean, Naomi, I'll ask you then, as it's been already been hinted at, personally, I become very attached to my characters. So, I mean, how do you put them down? How do you move on from them? Um, I, I, <laughs> so for me, characters don't get put down. They just, they just like, they go in a little snow globe and it's like they're in there having their own adventures, still doing things. And then I, and they're safe and nothing can hurt them. Yeah. <laughs> well, it's, it's not even that. I think because, especially for Ayun, like we did a lot of story, but Ayun still mm. had like a lot of story to go for me. Um, but that was that was kind of my fault for because I tend to write them maybe a bit a bit too big. That's that's my worst <laughs> thing. Is I just I get really into it. Whereas like Mara for our descent into Avernus because we knew it was only going to be eight sessions, it was a lot easier to write a very set arc for her to complete and then complete and be done with it. But I would still return to her in a heartbeat because it's a fun character for me to play. I was going to say, like, really, you know, mentioning uh, Descent into Avernus, that was the first campaign other than Svasaran that we did. Um, And that was because Wizards of the Coast, uh, sort of, we got into contact with them and they were like, hey, we can send you all this Baldur's Gate stuff if you want to do a little, uh, you know, marketing thing for it and a little campaign for it. And we were like, yeah, sure. So, but that's set in the Forgotten Realms, which is like totally disparate uh, from the homebrew campaign that we were doing. And they were like, you can't have Greg. Greg is dead. Because Minotaurs (laughs) don't don't exist in the Forgotten Realms in the same way that they existed in Spasara, um, which me, me and Henry came up with. So that really started the ball rolling. And on top of that, like, it's it's a way to explore lots of different stories. Uh, our next big campaign is going to be the Eberron one. We've got one in the interim at the moment just because uh, we want to do Eberron in person. But also Svasara is something we're going to return to because it's our original one. You know, we've, we want to do our Yoon story. We've got other bits, but there's sort of going to be specials now rather than a concurrent series. 
Okay, awesome. All right, so we've talked about your format. Let's take a bit of a dive then. I mean, normally this is the point of the interview format where I begin to ask you questions about your characters. You tell me about your characters and it's all very lovely. Um, but I thought we'd mix things up a bit. So what I want to do is I would like your characters to tell me about another character. Let's start with Naomi. Naomi, I would like... Sorry, you're going to have to tell me the name again, just so I don't Ayun. pronounce it wrong. It's okay. Ayun. I would like Ayun to tell me all about... Sorry, Henry, you're going to have to tell me how to pronounce it. Greg. Greg. Okay, <laughs> lovely. Um, it's, it's a hard one. It's absolutely fine. It's absolutely fine. <laughs> okay, so Ayun, could you tell me something about Greg? I think Greg is a is a vital member of this team, and he does make excellent food. Uh, he he has a tendency to sort of step before he thinks occasionally, but um, he's a good friend, and he's. <laughs> Henry Henry is doing shocked and a bald face. Oh, unbelievable. <laughs> but apart from all the hair uh, that he has left <laughs> literally everywhere, every single piece of my clothing will need to be re-laundered. Um, he's a good friend and I would trust him with my life, but not my romantic life. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so Greg, if I could just turn to you for a second. Um, do, you, do you agree with Arjun's summation of of your character or is there anything you would care to refute well uh, honestly um i think it's fair enough uh there's there's some things that maybe i wouldn't like to be true but yeah <laughs> <laughs> it's it's okay darling it's okay <laughs> greg what can you tell me about Ayun then Ayun, um he's a very interesting boy i think boy is the apt term not quite a man yet um <laughs> Won't put his foot forward at all. Uh, very timid at times, but a, a wonderful companion, a wonderful person to have around. Great fun. Just wish he'd get out there a little more. I'm so sorry that uh, that when I was engaged and you put me on a date with a random man who was definitely not secret police, I didn't turn up. <laughs> well, if you had told anyone that you were engaged, maybe it could have been avoided. <laughs> Sorry, didn't you say you were... Uh, I don't think we should say that in case listeners haven't listened to the finale episode of uh, Dawson's <laughs> Amazing. All right. So before we turn into a full-scale soap opera... Um, <laughs> it's every uh, episode. <laughs> um, Kia, could you tell us a little bit about Gainsborough? Well, he... I mean, he he's really smart. He's He's been really lovely to us um it's been nice to be traveling with someone who knows a lot and doesn't seem i mean doesn't seem to be actively trying to stop me from um re reading my book and letting my snake go out for a bit of a bit of a look around that's what you call it <laughs> <laughs> I'm so sorry, I had to. <laughs> sorry, please continue. I'm really sorry. <laughs> Tell me, Kia, is there anything that may frustrate you about Gainsborough at all? Well, I mean, he he's he's very nice and is very keen to help me learn, but doesn't seem entirely happy with the way that I'm currently managing my magic. Um, I mean. 
I can't help it if I can't learn well from books. <laughs> Aww. Aww. <laughs> so sweet. Also, he walked in on me kissing once, and that was really awkward. Gainsborough, would you care to tell us about Kia at all? Oh, certainly. Uh, So, Kia, absolutely wonderful young girl. Uh, Quite a... a, 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 not the brightest spark per se, but she's got graft, and uh, that's something I very much respect. She's uh, timid, sure, but she reminds me a lot of myself when I was her age. And I think that considering her age, she's become drastically... Uh, very proficient in the arcane. Though it's not via traditional means by any sense, I do think that she's got talent. And though I think she could do a bit more to make it a bit more academic, even if it requires more effort than per se for other students, I do think that there's the potential there. You know, she's good. Um, As a father myself, I feel an instinct. I want to help nurture her to her prominence that I'm sure will occur. Big dad energy. (laughs) Popper. Um, Okay, that is fantastic. Thank you very much, Gainsborough. I look forward to uh, hearing what you might have to say about the others as well at some point. (laughs) I Um, don't. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, so I think we've we've learned a little bit of information about our characters, so I think maybe it's time to play a little game. This round is Mm. going to require a volunteer... And if you can't decide, then I will just pick on Henry. Um, (laughs) This is a game that I like to call How Do You Solve a Problem Like? In this section, I'll be giving our willing volunteer a dilemma and it will be up to you to tell us what your character would do in the given situation. So do I have a volunteer? Uh, I'll do it. Thank you, Greg. So this is your scenario and you need to decide what you would do. So over the course of many months, you have earned yourselves a moderate reputation as an adventuring party who get the job done. Over the course of the day, two potential employers come to you with separate tasks. Okay, okay. The first is the leader of a medium-sized town and he tells you that a necromancer is wreaking havoc upon their people and they are unable to defend themselves. You have been promised vast wealth, and in all likelihood, if you succeed, it will mean you earn yourself a place in history as great heroes. Well, well, that's obviously quite good. What's the second one? Well, the second one is an advisor to the king of the land who tells you that despite the king's benevolence and popular reputation among his subjects, he is in fact a tyrant playing a very long game which will result in the total enslavement of the country and that the necromancer previously mentioned is merely a piece in the king's nefarious plan. The advisor has come up with a foolproof scheme to assassinate the king and wants you to carry it out. So, do you go and defeat the necromancer, thereby saving the town but just prolonging the fate of the population? Or do you assassinate the king, thereby saving thousands but earning yourself a place in history as the villains who killed a much-loved leader? Wow. Well, well, there's a lot to unpack there, and I'm going to be honest, there's a lot of words as well. <laughs> a lot of words that went straight over my head, or my horns. So, if if I think us, as a party, so myself, Ayun, and uh, and Kia, we would go and defeat the necromancer, but, but defeat him so quickly and easily, because we're quite good at going in and bashing shit up, 
that we can <laughs> then go and assassinate the king. But I, I don't think we would assassinate the king. We'd find a way to to solve all the problems at once because that's. I mean, Ayun would find a way, and I'd be there as well. It's really, it's really what happened. Um, if we had to choose one, though, I think we'd have to go and and bash some skeletons because. I'm not a very stealthy person. I'm not good at sneaking around. And I'm, uh, as, as I even mentioned, I'm So if I kill the king, it could really be all out war. Okay, great response. Mm. Um, what about the other characters? Just out of curiosity. I think I would do the assassination. Let's be honest. There's <laughs> outfits, fine wine, good company. Um, and I have a black number that I haven't had to use because we haven't done anything villainous and i need a high collar moment with uh the braids in so so yeah i feel like that's what i would do yeah i mean i i feel like oh you don't want a necromancer around even if it is only a only one of several problems to come but it might be that in trying to deal with that you may well vanish along the way and we might might find out afterwards that the king is also no longer in play. Are you, are you suggesting you split the party? Well, I'm not suggesting we deliberately split the party, <laughs> but it sounds like something that might happen. <laughs> Honestly, that's, I think that's quite a good idea because Ayun, on our own, it's far more apt at sneaking into some uh, high-class event and assassinating a king compared to me and Kia, who much more used going over to a village, uh, improving human-minotaur relations improving human warlock <laughs> relations uh, and dealing with this necromancer. Yes, yes, really. I think I, I think Greg and I have much more of a case for trying to take a diplomatic route and keep keep ties with the village safe, whereas Ayun, well, can't resist a good party, and if that's the way in to get to the king, then... I have my own form of diplomacy, and it involves tiny, tiny hors d'oeuvres. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, all right. Well, we'll be we'll be probing deeper into the minds of power word role right after a promo from some of our actual play pals. But before we do, I have something for our adventurers to ponder. And in order to do so, we need the help from the proverbial glue who keeps this little show together. I am, of course, talking about what's your role's in-house bard. Voted most likely to get a job selling cauldrons on QVC, Loveday Spraggins. Loveday, are you there? Timothy, hello and greetings to all. So tell me, Love Day, did you uh, manage to live up to the expectations of your peers? Uh, yes, that is that is actually quite true. I actually did do a little uh, a little promotional stint on there, darling. Yes, uh, Quimby's various cauldrons witch channel. <laughs> My little one-off appearance on there, well, creates quite a stir. I'm sure they'll invite me back soon. What can I say? I'm a, I'm a natural when it comes to selling myself. <laughs> if you ever need anything from Quimby's convenience store, uh, let me know. I could give you access to my friends with benefits discount. Twenty hmm? percent off all cauldrons and supplies. Darling, you do spoil me. We'll talk later in the green room. I hear the producers have finally restocked the drinks cabinet. Anyway, cast Loveday. Loveday, cast. Do any of our power word rollers have any questions for Loveday before we begin? Mm. Loveday, if you were a pastry, what pastry would you be? 
Are you sure you don't mean what would the favourite pastry no, be? No, no, if, no, no, no. <laughs> oh, if, if they were transformed into a pastry. Yes, yes. Oh, good question. <laughs> oh, oh, a question for me. Oh, well, that's new. Oh, gosh. Um, I mean, I'm quite fond of a Danish pastry. But um, I don't believe you can call them that anymore. Uh, it's not polite. <laughs> ooh, ooh, I do like a good fig roll, you know. But again, that's bit, maybe a bit old-fashioned. If I, if I wanted to connect with someone, if I wanted to say, this is, this is getting to know me on a deep emotional level, I think I'd have to go back to my roots. And I think, oh, it's, it's a delicacy from way down south. I believe it's pronounced a Cornish pastry. Yes, yes, a corn. Well, I would be one of the people if I if I had one of those. So a Cornish pastry for me, please. Or as I think they pronounce it better down there, a Cornish pasty. Oh, love day, a bard after my own heart. Well, you should definitely come back to the motherland and give a live performance, Spraggins. I'm sure the Eden Project would love to have a maid of your unique talents come and do a gig. Okay, Power Word Rollers, you now have the good fortune of playing what we like to call Bards Against Humanity. In a second, Love Day is going to give you a phrase similar to that of a popular card game. You have until the end of the break to come up with an appropriate word or phrase your character would come up with to fill in the blank. Okay, Love Day. Okay, are you ready for the question? Maybe she's born with it. Maybe it's blank. Maybe she's born with it, maybe it's blank. Well, I'm sure your little creative minds will come up with something. Don't go away, folks. We'll be right back after this message from one of our podcasting pals. Hello. We are here today to tell you about Modified Rule. What you're about to hear are real-life testimonies of people who have been affected by Modified Rule. None of the people you're about to hear are paid actors. I mean, they are actors, but we're not paying them. Before I found Modified Role, I never knew of the foe that plagued humanity for generations, Rivers. Before Modified Role, I didn't know there were dice with more than six sides. Well, uh, before I found Modified Role, I thought fantasy role-playing was something you did in the bedroom. Before Modified Role, I didn't know rolling dice could be so dangerous. Uh, before Modified Role came along, I couldn't tell the difference between a d20 and a tennis ball. Needless to say, it's changed my life. Before Modified Roll, I was shocked when someone would offer to show me their minis. So, with so many lives changed through Modified Roll, don't you think it's time you gave it a try? Modified Roll has not been proven to improve life in any measure or metric, and cannot be held responsible for any detrimental impact caused by listening to the podcast. Modified Roll takes no responsibility for loss of bards, dwarves, or animal companions. And welcome back to What's Your Roll? So, cast of Power Word Roll, are you ready with your answers for Love Day? Um, so we'll start with Kia this time. Maybe she's born with it. Maybe it's Jijinasu. Lovely. <laughs> that is Kia's patron. Yay. I don't think I've ever heard you say it and it's very sweet. <laughs> <laughs> and comrade. Maybe she's born with it. Or maybe it's... Uh, healthy food and exercise. <laughs> <laughs> so Gainsborough. <laughs> Thanks, Gainsborough. <laughs> That's all right. Greg, you, you want to go for a run? No. <laughs> <laughs> More fool you, and he jogs out the door. Um, are you? Maybe she's born with it. 
Or maybe it's enchantment magic. (laughs) (laughs) And Greg. Maybe she's born with it. Maybe it's... That strange book she keeps reading. Uh, Seriously, Ayun, we need to keep an eye on her. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, fantastic. All right, so we're going to move on to our next game, um, which we call It's Canon. This is our own version of Two Truths and One Lie and gives you an opportunity to give our listeners a few little nuggets of info about your characters that, for whatever reason, you've been unable to include in the show thus far. I'll give you a chance to play and the rest of the cast will have the job of trying to determine what is the truth and what is the lie. Okay, so I'm going to start with you this time. Uh-oh. Two Truths and a Lie. Listen carefully, team. Mm, two Truths and a Lie is quite hard. Um, because I think a lot of my life sort of comes across as a lie. Uh, Okay, Uh, number one, I have a piece of clothing, uh, loungewear, that used to belong to Catherine the Great. Um, Two, I speak owlbear. And uh, three, I can tie 50 feet of hemp and rope into a complex braid using only my tongue. (laughs) So what do you reckon, team? Well, we already know that he can speak Yeti. Is speaking owlbear that far-fetched? Do owlbears speak a language? Well, uh, maybe you don't speak to many animals, Kia, but um, owlbear is actually a, a very complicated language, uh, much more complicated than either owl or bear. Oh. So I'm going to go for that one. I, I did, I've heard it's a complex, it's like hooting and growling, but you have to do it at the same time. It's almost polyphonic. Uh, so uh, you think that's the lie, then? Polyphonic, it's disgusting. <laughs> <laughs> right. Uh, although I, I don't, I don't know who Catherine the Great is. Um, I, I, uh, mm. I, I think I'd need to roll a history check on that one. <laughs> so, uh, I, I, do we want to go with uh, the uh, Albert then? Are we picking one answer each or one together? Ah, yes. I think you need to decide together. Oh. Well, I don't know who Catherine the Great is, but I don't recognise lots of people that uh, I, you, and all yourself talks about Gainsborough. And it seems none of us are doubting the possibility that I can tie 50 foot of rope with his tongue. I think that seems perfectly normal. I could make many a joke here about many things that none of them would be in character. <laughs> uh, <laughs> something, something, Albert, something, something, cunning linguist. <laughs> I, 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 uh, I've got to say I, I don't have doubts in Ayun's tongue no 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 no, no. Uh, it just doesn't so work he's like, he's like I've thing- seen firsthand how powerful no, no, no. <laughs> the real truth is that I kiss Gainsborough behind the bike sheds and no one can prove it <laughs> that should have been part of your t-shirt t- 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 <laughs> You know, you know what? Uh, considering Greg's speciality, I think we should go with his knowledge. I think I'm going to guess that Ayun cannot speak Elber. Personally, yes, yes, fair enough. You two know much more about that than I do. So, you're all much too clever, and you're correct. I can't Aha! speak Elber. Yay! Who is this Catherine the Great you speak of? She sounds pretty fantastic. Uh, she was wonderful. Yeah, she's pretty great. Hey. Hey. Bow, bow, bow. <laughs> Okay then, so Gainsborough, let's hear from oh, hello. you. Well, so, um, well, I've already revealed a bit about myself with my, my husband uh, back in Cowland. Um, uh, but now uh, I have a few facts about me. 
So my, my father was a soldier. Uh, that, that might be something that some people know. Uh, he was uh, one of the orchestra drafts in the military. Um, I'm lactose intolerant, which uh, some people may not know. And um, I have two girls uh, back home, two daughters. Okay, I don't think he's lactose intolerant, because if so, he would have had the shits for the last four months. <laughs> yes, I was wondering what... I, I thought there was probably quite a lot of lactose in what you'd been cooking us. Yes. <laughs> I'm just going to say yes and leave it at that. Greg's like, it's mine. It's my milk. <laughs> oh. I'm a man. <laughs> it's my man milk. <laughs> you are essentially a big cow, so... I'm not gonna. I, I'm have you tried to, ever tried to milk there. a male Let's cow? There, uh, um, yeah. have I tried to milk any cow? No. I think it shows. I think have you yeah. tried to milk Greg? <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> that wasn't part of my two truths and lies. So <laughs> yeah, because you all know it's a true. I know that Gainsborough has a son. He doesn't have two daughters. I think Ion would remember something like that, so I agree. F- fair enough. Yes. That is uh, indeed correct, Ayun. Well, good job uh, keeping track of uh, my, my personal information. I thought something close to the truth might slip through the cracks, but uh, I suppose not. I know, we're all surprised that I listened to anything, but I did. <laughs> Despite my best efforts, I have remembered. And Greg, regarding your cooking, I was just um, tad too polite to say anything. Wow, well, I really wish I could make it up to you, but I can't since, you know. I've been shitting my guts out for months. It's horrible. How have you managed to keep that under wraps? Uh, barely. With, you know, you know <laughs> prestidigitation, the spell, can clean anything. <laughs> Henry's face right now is just like deep existential grief. <laughs> I think that needs to be canon now. Yeah, that's canon. <laughs> yeah. All right, so Kia. All right, um, so I... When I was younger, I always particularly wanted to learn Mage Hand to help my dad around the house. I always wanted to learn to play the lute. Um, I'm actually quite good at dressmaking. I, I believe the Mage Hand one. I think that one's true. I, I think that, that Kia not knowing a skill is kind of the most in-character option. So Kia knowing a skill is clearly the lie. Oh. That's a bit disparaging, Ayun. I, I think I think you, you've got to consider that perhaps, maybe, Kia has some un, unknown talent to us. We've, we haven't no, needed No, definitely not. Making. No, no, she definitely does not have any talents. Um, <laughs> She's right here. She's in the room. She's in the hot springs with us here, Greg. You can be polite. Uh, hey, Kia, I, I'm used to it. It's fine. Didn't you wear your school uniform for six months? Ah, uh, yes. Yes, that, that is quite telling, isn't it? Is is there a reason you decided to just wear the same wizard school uniform from the wizard school from which you ran away for six months instead of, you know, whipping up a pair of shorts? Kia, darling? Well, you know, you're travelling. It's not, it's not very practical to get new materials or new clothes or anything. Insight check. <laughs> well, I think that speaks volumes. Um, I think Kia can't sew. I, you know what? I, I think that that response hasn't filled me with confidence. I'm going to uh, trust you two on this one. If if Kia could make dresses, she would have been put to work in episode three. 
Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. You got me. Don't know how to make them. <laughs> now I feel oh. bad. I feel bad now. <laughs> Kia's like, yeah, it's true. I can't do anything. <laughs> <laughs> I, re- I really am quite useless. Even your mage hand's oh. creepy. <laughs> it's true. I suck. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Okay, so Greg. My turn. Okay, so my two truths and a lie. Uh, First of all, I only owned one set of clothes before I met Ayu. (laughs) True. The next one, I used to be scared of bears. And three, I don't actually know the difference between wizards and warlocks. I I, I was hoping that you'd throw in I made a dress for Catherine the Great. Uh, in there just to combine the other two arts. <laughs> uh, unfortunately not. Unlike Kia, I'm honest about the fact that I can't sew. <laughs> Sorry, when was the first one again, Craig? Pardon? What was the first one again? The first one? Yeah. Oh, I only owned one set of clothes before I met Ayun. So, I am pretty sure that Greg is totem path of the bear, so it wouldn't make any sense yes. for him to be afraid of bears. And is from Bear Island? Well, yes. maybe he was like Batman, where he was really scared of the animal, and so he ad- no, Greg's adopted its guise. Uh, was royalty. Batman ever scared of bats? Yes, well, in Batman Begins, but uh, I feel like we're breaking <laughs> the, the canon here. Movies. <laughs> I, I haven't seen that movie. I, I, I'm sorry. What, what's has it, what's the plot? I did. Uh, There's some mind. nipples involved, I think, but I didn't watch much of it. Why'd she go Irish? Well, was that your impression of Keynes? <laughs> yeah, that's it. That's all you get. Uh, I, I don't know. I, I feel like Greg, being, maybe when he was a child, was scared of the bounds around the island. I, that seems believable to me. Um, well, hmm. so, in so which case, which is the the lie? I don't know. What was the last one again, Greg? Were you even paying attention, Gainsborough? <laughs> I kind of didn't when you said them, and now I'm regretting it. Gainsborough, <sighs> your whole character is just knowing things. Okay, and I'm going to say them again down. for you, okay? I'll, I'll go through them again. Number one. Thank you. I've only ever owned one set of clothes before I met Ayu. Number two. I used to be scared of bears. Number three, I don't actually know the difference between wizards and warlocks. You see, I feel the first and the third one are pretty spot on with what I know about Greg. So second? Well, yes, I, I'm I'm pretty sure the the first and the last ones sound about right. Although... And the third one sounds like the one that's the most difficult to believe, which makes me think that he's trying to trick us out, and that is actually the one we should believe. I'm going for the second. Yes, Greg. I, it doesn't doesn't make sense in being scared of bears. Put us out of our misery, Greg. Well, I'm quite offended, to be honest. You all think I'm stupid. Uh, I did used to be scared of bears um, before when I, when I was a child, but uh, my dad kind of reminded me, hey, you're heir to Bear Island. It's a bit <laughs> ridiculous. You're going to have to go over this. <laughs> so with lots of personal work and uh, meditation and conscientiousness training whatever it was <laughs> maybe it was just fist fighting that bear that one time but either way I'm no longer scared of bears now I'm powered by bear spirit um, I did only own one set of clothes before I met Ayun. Um after meeting Ayun, I then went and bought another set of clothes 
<laughs> and then Ayun kindly made me some more. Um, I do know the difference between wizard and warlocks. That was the lie. Uh, I didn't ah. at the beginning of our adventure, but now I definitely do. It so caused us enough problems. If you were asked to define the difference, you could definitely do that right now. I could, if I was asked. Anyway, moving on. <laughs> no, 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 Greg. I want you to define the difference between what I do and what Kia does. I'm interested in this. You do yours in a dressing gown, and she wears a robe. Warlocks are people who make packs with deities or, or big, ancient, powerful things and then get power from them. Wizards are people who study books and learn magic from the books. That's pretty spot on. Good analysis. Yes, I told you I knew the difference. <laughs> Sorry. <Fucker. laughs> We're all surprised. What a wonderful day. So, alas, the sands of time have nearly fallen. But before we wrap things up, I want to ask each of you what you see or what you would like to see in the future for your characters. Do they have any long-term or short-term goals they would like to achieve? Uh, my long-term goal, uh, I don't think we really covered this much or, or at all um, in, in our adventure, but um, I'd like to go back to the Nossos Archipelago, where I'm from, and uh, kill that bastard Medusa who's been terrorizing and taking over the islands and who forced me to leave. So, it sounds, so yes, sounds there's, I guess there's quite a lot of backstory we really haven't gone through. That's next up, then. <laughs> I'd like to properly break up with my boyfriend and get some closure. Um, Sorry, I thought he was your fiance. <laughs> well, things are complicated, um, but I think I'm ready to move on. What what would what would Gainsborough have liked to have done? Uh, I think he would have uh, really liked to help in the disposal of the MacGuffin for peace of mind's sake. I I'd like to be able to see my parents again. I can't go back at the moment. <laughs> so sad. This <laughs> is so sad. Oh. Kia, you poor sweet child. <laughs> Her parents are like, some a, a big cow and a fancy man kidnapped our daughter and now she's just disappeared. <laughs> Pretty much. Help, have you seen our daughter? It's with a cow and a fancy man. <laughs> <laughs> Kia's face is on like milk cartons everywhere. <laughs> But we haven't seen him because Gainsborough doesn't drink milk. Yeah, that's oh exactly why. Right. <laughs> he was swapping out all the milk for like lactose free or for like other types of milk. <laughs> We've all been drinking like cashew milk for the last four months. <laughs> I'm like, man, material plain food tastes weird. <laughs> tastes so material much worse milk than the sucks. <laughs> <laughs> material okay. milk sounds like a great name for a band. It sounds like a girl band. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Because we are living in a material world and I am a material milk. Very good. That's totally staying in. (laughs) 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 All right. Well, that's that's about it for today. So thank you once again so much, uh, Power Word Roll, for a fantastic session. Do you have anything that individually you'd like to plug at all for the coming Mm. future? Yes. We are currently doing a series called Tooth and Claw, which is about... Uh, monstrous solutions to monstrous problems. We play a pest control unit. Um, we're doing themed episodes with lots of guests. Uh, we've just recorded one with Grant Howard, who wrote Honey Heist. And then next week we're doing Danger Club, and we've got some people from 
Adventures Wanted, which is another great stream. So you can find us at powerwordroll.co.uk or wherever you get good podcasts. Um, and I would like to uh, continue that by plugging our next series, which is my personal passion project, as all of these know. Um, as soon as we can uh, meet up physically again, we're going to get to work on our Eberron series, which you can listen to the pilot of uh, today, the two-part pilot, as well as a little trailer for the main series, which, again, is all on pretty much any podcasting platform. And I'd say the best place to find our stuff, uh, if you want to know where to begin, we've got a tab on powerwordroll.co.uk, which will show you the best points to jump into each of our series. All right, well, thank you once again, and thank you to all our listeners for stopping by. Don't forget, you can follow us at What's Your Role. But for now, it's goodbye. Goodbye. Bye. Thank you for listening to What's Your Role, featuring Jimmy Sprinkles as your host and Fiona Howitt as Love Day Scratch. For news on upcoming guests or info on how you can join Jimmy and Love Day, be sure to follow us at What's Your Role on Twitter or contact us at RollToPlayNetwork.com. What's Your Role has been a Roll to Play Network production. I think you really need to up the quality of such guests. I mean, ugh, what is the world coming to?